boys and ghouls. Today on Guilty Movie Pleasures, we're talking something from the Crypt Keeper himself, the Billy Zaniest horror film of the month, Demon Knight. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasures. Yes! Nice. Not to toot my own horn about that intro, but I looked, horn, I looked over at Jesse right after it, and what did you say? I said, I don't even remember. Said, I was so wow. in the moment. Wow. I was so, <laughs> I was immersed which, in a wave of Ben Begley. Which it doesn't mean that that intro was great. It just means most of my intros are so just okay <laughs> that when I get one that's good. You know what? I you're just, like, huh. I wasn't, I don't know why I wasn't was it expecting the voice? it. I wasn't <laughs> expecting the, the voice. To and go full Crypt Keeper? Y- yeah, you led with it. And I literally sat up, like <laughs> normally I'm like, I pretty, I'm pretty relaxed during the opening. I I'm saw just you like, in my peripheral get startled by it. You're like, sat Dude. way up. <laughs> yeah, it was the laugh. The Crypt Keeper. I, I rolled the R too, like he does. Yeah, I will also say like, right before we started, there was someone in the booth <laughs> something was going chanting on. demon night that, yeah. in a whisper yell that was uh our other producer jonathan okay, okay. Yeah. i just saw yeah. the title and he started a chant super strange i thought yeah. i heard that too i thought i was imagining it well because ryan was talking yeah. to us and i heard demon night being whispered in the background oh, this is getting weird so i was on edge and then and then you <laughs> led with the with the trip keeper laugh and here we are and apparently i damaged my voice in the process Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, <laughs> if you haven't tuned in to Guilty Movie Pleasures before, welcome. If you have, thanks for coming back. I'm Ben Begley, and with me as always... Jesse McIntosh. Yes. Each week we go over the guiltiest of Guilty Movie Pleasures, and actually it's it's a sliding scale. Because sure. sometimes we do really amazing movies that happen to have guilty qualities, and other times we do ridiculous movies that we really have to mine for the gold in mm. there. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where you think this one lands on the scale of guilty, because um, I had a blast with this movie. This had been requested by several people. William Lowry, again, shout out to Will Lowry. Mm -hmm. He had suggested this. Several people had actually tweeted about this. Because we, Jesse and I were going back and forth with what movie to do this week. And when, usually then I'm just like, I don't know, let's just ask our audience. And it took all of four tweets for this movie. That just means every vote counts here on Guilty Movie Pleasures. Well, but it was near unanimous. There were, there was, this was the first one tweeted at us. And and then then it got several, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. And then everybody else was like, well, I'd like this too, but I'm fine with Demon Knight. Sure. Which, by the way, it's a double feature with Bordello of Blood. So I've never seen Bordello of Blood. If any of you Guilty Movie Pleasure fans out there have, let me know if it's as fun, at least, as Demon Knight. If not, I'm not going to bother because I love Demon Knight and I don't want to sully it. What is a Bordello? Uh, Whorehouse. Oh. A whorehouse. Is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I know that. (laughs) I don't. I'm going to let it... Yeah, I was going to let it sit. What's funny is I'm uh, terrified of uh, STDs, so a whorehouse would be like my the scariest place. Is that why you know it? That's (laughs) why, because I'm like, is that a bordello? I'm getting the F out of here. You Googled every single word that means Mm -hmm. whorehouse so that you don't accidentally encounter it. Yeah, I get it. That makes sense. Anyways, Demon Knight, uh, which I don't ever really, I guess Demon Knight with a K, is because William Sadler's character throughout time, I, I, I guess there are knights who fight demons. Um, sure, it's never really fully said. But, I, would, uh, I thought it was just Billy Zane was a demon knight. Oh, he was a demon knight. That's what yeah. I assumed. They call He's just named the collector in right. the credits. Because right, right. the whole time I was like, man, I feel like I missed his name. 
Uh, but I didn't. Nope. He doesn't have one. I love this movie. I thought it had great pace. It felt like From Dusk Till Dawn-ish. And I think these came out around the same... From Dusk Till Dawn may have been a year or two later. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, but I had so much fun watching this. The gore was awesome and practical. The demons looked super cool. Um, when he punches through the guy's head and then his hand gets stuck until he rips the head off, twisting the arm off of the, the main uh, motel woman, Irene, it just like it, the, the possession scenes were super cool. Billy Zane. My only qualm is I could have used more Billy Zane. Mm. Like I could have used him in it, hamming it up more because they really ratcheted that up towards the last half. And I could have used a little more of that from the beginning. Yeah, um, I, I would argue he was almost a different person. Yeah, yeah just suddenly. From the first half to the second half, he became like Jim Carrey. Yes, yeah, su- and I would have liked more of it. I was yeah. fine with that, but yeah. set that up a little bit more. And it also made me bummed that William Sadler didn't play more lead characters because he's mm. awesome in this. And he's typically more bad guys like in Die Hard 2 or he was death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was I just had a I thought it was super fun. It had enough humor, but never got too cheesy to me. And Thomas Hayden Church was the world's <laughs> biggest dickhead in this movie. Sure. He's such a douchebag. And his name's Roach. Which like, is, by the way, the second <laughs> week in a row we featured a movie with a character named Roach. Yeah. I just want to point that out. Was Roach in... Uh, oh, yeah, Roach yeah, was the had, guy. Yeah, Roach, Roach was here. Yeah. And sorry, I didn't watch that episode yet because I have never seen People Under the Stairs and I know it was going to feature heavy spoilers. It w- you said yeah. it was a cool movie. It's a cool movie. I would check it out. I, it's Wes Craven. How would it not be yeah. cool? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Roach was ridiculous. Um, this was also the second movie this month with Dick Miller, who was in... Um, he was in Gremlins, and he was also the the, the in first kill in Chopping Mall. Okay. Remember yeah. when I was like, oh, I'm so stoked, the dude from Gremlins, and he's killed immediately. And he's, he's he done. He lives a little longer in this. Sure. The biggest issue I had, just plot hole-wise, and I'll just get right into it. Please. Is um, the demon seemed very lazy, because there were multiple entrances that we find out throughout that they could have gotten in. Yeah. But they just tried the front door. And then later on, they sort of tried the mine shaft and didn't even bother with the attic. Yeah, I would I would argue that they were polite demons. They're polite. They like vampires. Yeah. They needed to be invited in. They knocked, and when they weren't allowed in, they said, "Well, I I suppose we'll wait." Yeah, I suppose we'll wait. Yeah, until we find a more suitable entrance. Sure, I preferably on the ground floor, not below or above. Yeah. Um, I would have loved to see what would have happened. I mean, I don't even remember them saying anything. If the sun comes up. Because this whole thing took place overnight. Like, yeah. what would have happened if, like, the day started and just people were out? It would have been exactly like from Dust Till Dawn then. If I they guess. all just exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I don't think, yeah. I just would have, I was interested. Yeah. I, it's not a plot hole in any way. I was just interested. Interested to see, like, does it? do they have to do this? By, I, yeah. I was under the, um, oh, I know. It's because the seven stars are aligned. And so I assume they become unaligned when the sun comes up because of the rotation of the Earth. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, let's go with that. Yeah, sure. Let's I, just go with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. What do you think of it, Jesse? Well, uh, I really liked it. I was like... Yes! <laughs> yes! That's it. We'll you see you next that? time. That's it. On, yep. No, I get so excited when you when you when you don't have to qualify. Oh, I didn't let you finish, though, so there could be a ton of qualification. No, there's not a qualification. I thought... Um, like, I I actually didn't love the, the framing of it, like the Crypt Keeper stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like... Had you ever seen Tales from the Crypt no, TV but show? I, and, but even if I had, like, it was just a different tone. 
Yeah. Um, That's how the show right. is. No, so I, I, and I this it. was super hot in the 90s, so I assume that it was like... I would be willing to bet Demon Knight was a script, and I didn't look this up. It's probably easy to find on IMDb. Mm. But I'm willing to bet it was a script beforehand, and then they tacked on Tales from the Crypt just to get it that's branding. that's entirely possible yeah um but it was i yeah, agree it's super campy and just weird. a totally different tone but and tell I, me how cool that prologue scene the <laughs> gore was when like the the melting husband his fingers come off on the door yeah hint. oh that was awesome yeah when they stick to the wall definitely yeah anyways keep going Sorry. um but i was just prepared for that to be the whole movie and i was so you're pleasantly surprised i was pleasantly surprised yeah when it just turned into a regular i would say more Though not grounded at all, yeah. The like human element of it was very much grounded. Yeah, it's not super campy. No, it's, it's takes itself pretty seriously, and it and it gets goofy, but it's never. I would never consider this necessarily a horror comedy. Really, I wouldn't. No, it's more of a straight horror with comedic moments. Sure, like um, a Freddy Krueger. Like Freddy Krueger says funny shit, but it's still scary. Nightmare on Elm Street is still a scary movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, for a movie that features the blood of Jesus magically uh, circling thresholds and keeping demons out. And apparently being forever as long as you mix the last night or whoever's blood with it. I guess. Sure. Yeah, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe just like encased it kind of like in a teapot where like the calcium of the water over the time encases it. Maybe his blood is like just kind of like stuck in there and it's magic and it combines with whoever else's blood is put in there as long as they're pure of heart i w- i would assume some I was sort really of really like, digging towards the end there yeah you were just, just like, like you started that sentence without a destination <laughs> no. you're just like in a field wandering around looking for a like, period oh, god just cut me off at any point where's the end of my sentence has anyone seen it um <laughs> that's exact it's the uptime i'm gonna cut i'm gonna cut it out that second here. has got to be the smelliest key of all oh, time God, like right? how how do the demons not <sighs> like he hides the key and no one's like hey man what is that what smell, is that smell under our table it smells like iron it smells like here. centuries Centur- of blood <laughs> yeah that's disgusting mm-hmm um like yeah. no there's no cleaning fluid there's no nothing that goes in there it's just like before it empties uh, out but we apparently gotta put a, new blood in a demon mouth sponge can wipe it off yeah when, <laughs> that's so great when billy zane pops the sponge out of his mouth and right has roach clean up the uh the area yeah it's so ridiculous oh, i love this movie this was a lot of fun I was just looking at the director. It's Ernest Dickerson. Yeah. Uh, he's had a very successful TV directing career. Yeah. Directing six episodes of The Wire, 11 episodes of The Walking Dead, and, and a ton of HBO and AMC shows. What was hmm. his one of his first movies, too? There was something he had done pretty early on. There was like... He did Juice, Bulletproof. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love Bulletproof. Bulletproof. Yeah. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah. That movie's super funny. Surviving the Game. He's the other one in Black Juice. Fate. You got the juice now. I remember <laughs> that movie. Yeah. I watched every Tuvok movie back in the day. There you go. Gridlocked. That wow. was a great one with Tim Roth. We sure. should cover that on this show. We should just do Tupac's entire just, just library. A whole month yeah. of Tupac. I love it. Oh, we should do a month of Tupac. A month of Tupac. Mm. Let's make that happen. All right. All right. So let's do the plot in under three minutes now, and then we're going to get into this because there is a lot of fun stuff to talk about in this movie. This movie is ridiculously awesome. You Alrighty. ready in the booth there, Ryan? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> yes, you will. <laughs> you know, Ryan's ready because his voice gets deeper. Demon I am ready. We Demon, Demon Night 3. Demon. Oh, Demon Night 3? Demon I was like, three. did we skip the first two? We're oh. starting okay. in okay. three. Oh, God. Two. One.
Okay, so there's this opening scene where uh, there's a topless woman in a bathtub talking about how she killed her husband, and now she's waiting for her mister, mister, sure, her mister to mm-hmm. come over, and he's down in this acid, and he comes up, and he's he's bloody, and his fingers attached to the door, and he's about to murder her, and then we go, cat, cat, that was terrible acting, and it's the crypt keeper, and the crypt keeper is f- finished with this project. John Larroquette's there, and he goes, I'm going to tell you a real tale. I've gone in Hollywood big time. And then we cut into Demon Night, where there's a chase going on with William Sadler being chased by Billy Zane. It ends in a car wreck. And then... Uh, William Sadler uh, goes off to a cafe or some yep. sort of like restaurant. He tries to steal a car, and he gets chased off from there. Yep. Um, and then he runs into this old Dick guy. Miller, the yeah. old drunk, town drunk. Yeah, who takes him to a, a motel, yep. and he gets him a room. The Mission Hotel Motel. And we have the, the innkeeper and a prostitute. The one and, prostitute in town. Yep. I, the only other person in the motel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and later the uh, two minutes uh, post the office post, guy, the postal worker who mm-hmm. has just told that they he was told he was fired and they ripped his name tag off of his shirt. Right, and then later on they make a joke about him going postal. Yep. Uh, uh, so so the police is investigating the scene. Billy Zane comes through and they're like, whoa, 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 and he's like, no, the guy who ran away from the scene is a troublemaker. And then they he hear stole about an the, antiquity from me. Yeah, they hear about the car and they're like, all right, you're coming with us. So they go to the motel. Yep. And then Billy Zane uh, goes in. And yeah, so basically, uh, William Sadler is immediately arrested. They seconds. take the an- antique from him, but won't give it to Billy Zane because they're questioning him too. They're about to take Billy Zane away. He turns around and punches through the sheriff's head, mm-hmm. and then it gets stuck on his hand, and he rips it off. And then uh, William Sadler hits him in the face with the the key yep. is with Christ's blood, and he jumps out the window, cuts his hand, and throws green blood everywhere. And these demons come out. And then William Sadler seals up the house after they shoot a few in the eyes. We learn that if you shoot him in the eyes, it, it, that's the way that they're killed. Yeah, Thomas um, Hayden, Hayden Church wants to leave, and yep. he says, no, you can't leave. And so, but he does anyway. Uh, well, he, he, try, he, he tries, tries to, to. But then there's the first person to get possessed is, is the prostitute. Oh, that's right. She gets pres- possessed and brings up the mailman and then full-on murders him. Mm-hmm. And then she gets killed. And, oh, she rips off uh, poor Irene's arm first. And then, oh my god, 40 seconds! 40 seconds! And then uh, the next person to get possessed is uh, Dick Miller, the the, uh, the town drunk. They chop his head off, and then they have to spear him onto uh, deer antlers. And then they go downstairs to get out of a mine shaft, but then the kid, who was in the beginning, his parents are demons. They kill those demons, they bring the kid in, and then later on the kid gets possessed too and attacks them. Mm-hmm. And I forget how they kill him. Uh, we'll remember when we get into yep. it. Uh, and then they, they blow up the house, Irene and the other cop, Bobby. Ten and, seconds! And then... Um, uh, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith gets the key from William Sadler, who dies, and then she kills Billy Zane, and that is it. Now she's going off to be a demon hunter. And she gets on a bus, bus and seals it. Yep. Just okay. in time. Now, some more. We'll get into mo- more details, I promise. So, we already talked about at length the John Larroquette sequence, I think is great. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I love that he's in this full on gore, and then his like dopey face is showing from it. They didn't bother to put a mask on him or anything. Yeah. And I was totally thrown off. I thought that this was going to be the movie because the gore and everything, they play it up so real that when he yells cut, I was like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I dig that. But it was so like I was ready to have a lot of problems with this movie. Be- and obviously, like it turned out to be a fake movie. And yeah. They were doing it on purpose. But just like her. Oh, her get, dialogue. Yeah. Was her awful. dialogue was so terrible. But I just thought, oh, it's mid 90s. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. And then the Crypt Keeper gives us his intro to uh, Demon Knight. Can we play clip number one? So if you're ready, creeps, fasten your drool cups and hold on to your vomit bags. We're going to the movies. Frights, camera. 
Haction. <laughs> I wish he had said. I thought he said Haction, like hack you up. Oh yeah, but he didn't. Missed opportunity. Fry, hold on to your vomit bags. <laughs> I'm like, geez. If you're going to like uh, a Universal Studios ride, maybe. Yeah. But, if you're uh, watching it on an airplane. Yeah. Action. action. It doesn't say no, action. It's just, just action. Frights. He likes to roll his R's. He's very particular he's, about that. He's expressive. He is. You yeah. Know? He's, a, he's a very articulate Crypt Keeper. Sure. And I love the practical effects in this movie. The Crypt Keeper's uh, puppetry is so cool. Mm. It's just like there's something very tangible to this. I just saw The Thing over the weekend on the big screen. Uh, and those effects still hold up because... It's real. You can tell that people are interacting with a real object. And that was a big problem I had with it. Chapter two is a lot of it had super very clearly CGI moments. And I think that horror really there was there's that golden age of horror in the 80s and 90s where even watching it nowadays, all these effects hold up because it's practical effects. Yeah, we've hit this a couple times where yeah. Uh, just and, yeah, it just it, looks better. It just adds to the movie. Yeah, it, it CGI detracts it a, a more immersive horror experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, God, just you're instantly brought in, drawn into the Crypt Keeper. And if he was CGI, I'd be immediately taken out sure. by it and be like, oh, OK, cool. That's motion capture, mm -hmm. um, which we'll talk about Gemini Man after. Not, yeah. No, we won't take any time on this. But Jesse and I both saw high frame rate Gemini Man. Totally I, off topic. I will Why? say I was uh, immediately drawn to this movie because of my love for Will Smith. Jada Pinkett. There you go. Big part of this movie, so I was already in. You were already in. Yeah. You were already mm -hmm. in. Um, so there's William Sadler being chased by Billy Zane, the collector. So Sadler's name is Breaker. Yeah. And and and, uh, and uh, Billy Zane is just called the collector. Um, he's being chased. He's running out of gas. So his big idea is to flip the car and, and shoot at him until, of course, his car runs out of gas and then he can't get out his door. So this is just a shitty car he decided to hijack because uh, or wherever he got it from. Yeah. He's in trouble. He's in trouble and he narrowly escapes. I mean, I I would argue that uh that maybe causing a car wreck isn't the best way to go. Mhm. Mm um but that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, it it, it there's just some questions I have. Like, has he? How many times has he fought these demons in the yes. past? Was this the first time? Right. Because we find out way later during World War One, a soldier was dying on the battlefield that he was fighting with, and he passed along the key to him. And you get this tattoo of these pentagrams or stars. It mm -hmm. looks like. And when all seven of them align in a circle, that means the demons are coming for you, and you have to defend this key. And then eventually you have to pass it off onto somebody else when you die. See, so this was also unclear to me because what, they had all the seven. Yeah, what I thought was going on items. was once it was <clears throat> once it turned into a circle like that, you were about to encounter the next one. Yes, it's that. Is that what it it's was? That right. and and you're going to have to fight. That's what it is. So it's it's yeah because he said this is what I've been looking for. Right when he goes to the motel, so right, that's right. when he's found the last one. But it also means the demons have collected these six other items which we never see we never see we never see and yeah. it doesn't matter who cares there are also like no other demons there's just billy zane and he creates other demons yeah. so he's just the demon yeah he's just the demon yeah. you know and uh they have him somewhere else it's like uh thanos he's like thanos sure he he's thanos before thanos he, he's related he's he, a second cousin yeah to thanos yeah <laughs> tenth cousin yeah twice removed he and thanos see each yeah. other at yeah. like funerals and weddings so he uh, then Breaker goes and tries to steal a car. Mm -hmm. uh, the kid 
catches him and he offers him a quarter. And of course, the kid is like, there's a creep out here trying to steal a car. It's like, if you're going to bribe a kid, it's 1995. I know it adjusted for inflation, a quarter is like two bucks now. But like, come on. Yeah, well, like, like he did. To be fair, he offered him a shiny new quarter. You're right. So maybe this town was, you know, having a drought of shiny all, new coins. All he's got is old, old rusty coins. I mean... It was, you know, it's like, what am I supposed to do? With how these? did we, they didn't set that up that this is a world where a world where only rusty coins exist and shiny new coins yeah. are a hot commodity. Listen, I would keep my mouth shut about yeah. car theft. It's like the Book of Eli when they're they're all going up and getting a, a nice glass of water. Yeah, and that's like the most pricey thing you can get. Yeah, is water scarce? Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot like Book of Eli. It's, yeah. This movie's totally like the Book of Eli and Thanos. It's like in, a, in Endgame. It's just it's like you if know, you haven't seen it, think combination. <laughs> think a combination of the two. Thanos, so, Book of Eli. So Braille they, of the crypt. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we already talked about Thomas Hayden Church's Roach. Poor Wally, the postal worker. He's just so depressing from the beginning, where he's clearly in love with the prostitute. I forget. I wrote her name down somewhere. Cordelia. Mm-hmm. He's so obsessed with Cordelia. He does everything for her. He even changes her sheets. Yeah, he does. After she had had another encounter. The biggest thing I had was like, I, you know, at a brothel, I would assume you'd have multiple options. If she's the only prostitute in town, mm-hmm. uh, that just fit. Maybe I'm a germaphobe, but like, it's like every single customer going there knows that they've been where all the other. It's just there's it, several things. It does seem like nobody's there. Yeah, so maybe it's Roach it's is her only really customer. Only Thomas Hayden Church. We we don't even. They say there's more townsfolk, but the only other people we meet are the kid and his parents. Yeah, so maybe it's a town of twenty people. Everyone out. Everyone else is out looking for shiny new quarters. Yeah, that's what it is. And that's it's like it an old gold mining town. <laughs> they They're just, mining for shiny yeah, new they quarters, just shine, but you're not going to find them in you're the not dirt, going to. man. You need to go to the bank. So the cops show up with Billy Zane, and Bobby goes up, the the deputy or whatever, and he busts in on them having sex. And Thomas Hayden Church has a car battery hooked up to his nipples, and yep. she's turning up the voltage. And can we play clip number two? Turn it off! Turn it off! God, no. My nipples are smoking! <laughs> My nipples are smoking! <laughs> You know, I tried to run a marathon one time, Did you? and uh, people told me that I should I should tape my nipples because mm. they can chafe. That's good advice. If you if you run too much, and I was like, that's bullshit. Nobody, that's that's just that was a joke on the office. It's not real. Yeah. And I ran halfway through, and I had to stop because I just said. <laughs> And they did. They get chafed, and they were bleeding. It was very bad. That's awful. It was very bad. And they're, my nipples are tiny, too. They're shiny new dime-sized nipples. <laughs> you can cover them with a dime. There wasn't a lot of surface area. No. But you hit it. I did. You, yeah. It's a bullseye. Um, well, so, interestingly, I, yeah. I'm i not proud of this. I used no. to smoke cigarettes. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, Jesse. It was a couple days. <laughs> it was a couple of cigarettes. A couple of cigarettes. Like one, one a day. One a day for two days. Because I was particularly stressed out at this moment in my life, and I said maybe cigarettes will help me. And uh, but specifically I was two, two. Let me. Well, cigarettes plural. So not yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But two. Yeah. Um. So, but I still tried to hide it from the people in my life. Yeah, of course. Um. So I I took a drag one time, and you know my mom kicked down the door. 
She's very spry at that time. She kicked down the door. She came in. She saw just smoke everywhere. And she said, are you smoking? And I said, nuh-uh. Oh, my nipples are smoking. It was the first thing that came to my mind. It didn't make a it lot of sense. Ma- you know, you were just I you, was panicked. You panicked in the moment. And it was a good lesson that smoking was not for me. Yeah. 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 And nipples should not smoke. They typically don't. The more you know, ladies and gentlemen. Do, 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 do. Uh, so then, just when I think that this movie is going to take a slow burn approach to things, we're like, because Billy Zane's playing it pretty cool as the collector. He's, yeah. he's going along with these cops. He's being very cordial. And then he's like, oh, why wait? And turns around and punches. I put a gif of this on my Twitter. He punches through the guy's head. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) as William Sadler is trying to get the other cop to unlock him, he's trying to shake off the guy's head. His arm is stuck in there because he's punched so far through. Yeah. And then he finally has to pop the head off and starts beating up William Sadler with the head. Yes. On his fist. Which was amazing. Yes. That was incredible. It was like everything I wanted. And then some. It might have been on the Guilty Movie Pleasures Twitter. I see you scrolling through there. Uh, I don't remember. Um, And then uh, he attacks William Sadler. And William Sadler brings out the key and burns his face with it. And he jumps out the window. And Billy Billy Zane gives this great rant that I really loved. I grabbed a clip of it on clip number three. I love that he just starts tossing the glowing yeah. green blood everywhere. It's so awesome. I guess he is pretty hammy from that moment onwards. So I guess, I guess, but he does get yeah. zanier. Yeah, he for sure really gets zanier. zanier. Hey, now you fucking hold up, hold up, motherfuckers. Yeah, it's so good. It's so weird. Well, he was his face was just burned. So in that moment, you're yeah. like, okay, he's yeah. like, I I forgive the zany humans. Yeah, you're not worth the flesh you're printed on. Right. I've never heard. That's I've cool. never heard it. Described that way. I love that. Uh, I I will sort of also like to point out that the human beings in the motel at this point yeah. um, have like a pretty tame reaction. Maybe they're just in yeah. shock, but yeah. like a guy just punched through the face yeah. of the town sheriff who yeah. was, is one of 10 people that lives in this town. <laughs> I mean, the, because, you know, everybody else left in 1992 to go look for shiny, yeah, right. shiny new quarters. Right. So he's one of your best friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they take a very long time to even ask what's going on. It right. takes it's like an hour in before he explains anything. Yeah. And normally in movies, right after shit like this happens, they'd be like, What the fuck what just was happened? That? What happened? And I, I get that like I get that, you know, it's it pretty much takes place in real time where it's like, okay, now we gotta seal up these things, this and this. But like they don't even react like, Oh god, there's demons coming out of the ground. It's just like well, shit, that's happening. Yeah, I mean, there maybe are, this town has seen some shit. They, I would love like an expanded a this prequel. town universe. Yeah. yeah, just to find out why they're so chill about punching through people's face and blood demons. Yeah, but specifically like secret abuse blood demons. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they are like active, <laughs> super chill, and sealing stuff up for a while. But then there's yeah. moments of downtime, and Thomas Hayden Church is like pretty adamant about like we gotta get out of here, <laughs> even though like. Yeah. 
I don't know. Like the dude that just got rid of the demon is with you. So like, just hang with that dude. I don't know why his character is hilarious to me in this movie. Cause he operates on no logic at all where he's like, Hey man, just give him the key and then they'll be totally cool with us. It's yeah. like, yeah. All right. There's a guy who just punched through someone's skull, ripped off another person's. Arm. It's just like, no, that doesn't, there's no logic there. He, Roach. He doesn't seem like he'd be chill with anybody. No. Yeah. And Roach luckily gets what he deserves later on, but sure. we will get to that. Yeah. Um, then we find out through uh, Breaker that you shoot him in the eyes, and that's the only way to... That's their, like, their power source. Yeah. And so if you shoot or stab him in the eyes, that's what gets rid of him. It releases the spirit, yes. I think he says. Yes. Um, and then Roach tries to make his way to the truck, but Cordelia gets attacked, and then Wally saves her. Mm-hmm. It's such a noble thing to do. And um, Yeah, Roach bails. Roach bails immediately. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. terrible decisions. Yeah. And then Jada Pinkett Smith wants the cat back. It immediately is like, where's my cat? And I thought I was really nervous that that was going to become like a, a a source of danger for them where like somebody would go get the cat. And I'm glad nobody did. I, as soon as she said, I have to go get my cat. I was that brought me out of it. That was like the biggest thing that yeah. brought me out of it's it. Because like, I was like, who cares? At this point, like at this point, man. I, you could be the biggest cat person on the planet, but if you just saw a guy's head get punched through yeah. and like eight demons crawl out of the ground and be born, not even just crawl out of the ground, go from demon fetus to full grown in seconds. Sure. And then from you, green blood, and then you're like, oh, my cat. And then you've seen a couple of them explode yeah. already. Fuck the cat. I Listen, I love my, I have two dogs. I, I love, love my, my dogs. Dog. Yeah. I would just be like, damn. Sorry. Sorry, dog. You had a good life. Yeah. I did the best I could while I could. <laughs> and at this point, I hope that you survive. But yeah. I it's not gonna be because of me. You're not gonna paw Kent that shit in Man of Steel where he goes back for the dog near the tornado and then says, Superman, son, don't come over here. I don't want you to expose your powers. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Oh, that part pissed me off so mm. much. Pissed me off. Anyways, uh <laughs> somebody watching this is like, that's my favorite part of Man of Steel. <laughs> Ben's taking down all other movies today. <laughs> I actually really, I actually really liked Man of Steel yeah. for what it was. I just hated that moment because I was like, "You didn't need to die, sure. Pa Kent." Yeah, ah, oh, because it makes him so jaded towards. Anyways, jaded. Pinkett That's a whole Smith. J- <laughs> jaded towards Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> so um, the cat comes back. They're worried uh, it may be possessed. It's not. Uh, we start getting these flashbacks, which I'll just sum them up because they happen sporadically throughout. Mm-hmm. I'll just sum them all up where we first see a guy uh, with a key and a demon trying to come and take it uh, with Christ crucified above him. And the demon reaches for it and Christ's blood falls on him and it burns the demon's hand. So then the dude collects the blood and we find out that this is uh, the blood of Christ. And Mm -hmm. these knights, if they are the knights, maybe... Don't maybe know. maybe the collector's the knights. I'm gonna argue he's the knight. Breaker's the knight. Okay, I'm gonna go the other way because they're a demon knight. They're knights. Oh shit! No, I they... think they're the demon describes the knight. Damn it! All right, sure. It's tough. It's very tough. You're right. I think. <laughs> but um, yeah. So so then they they this blood has been passed on, and apparently when you become the watcher the, of quote, the chosen the one. chosen one, yeah. You live for like a hundred plus years until you find the next chosen one. Until, you, until the stars align, and you don't know when it's going to happen. It no. just your your hand tattoo tells you. It, what he said is, it could be a lifetime, it could be several lifetimes, but it is by definition a lifetime. Yeah. I hate to tell him. Yeah, like well, it is. But the I guess he was saying the by person. the normal 
by normal lifetime because if he's 100 plus metrics. years old he looks great for that age yeah he does does he know? not age i don't i once that's you have the key i think he stopped right when he got the key because he doesn't look any older than when he was in the flashback that's pretty dope i would just keep the key i would just be like, like uh hey yo god listen man yeah i'm cool with just keeping this and just like fighting demons every <laughs> couple hundred that's years what he's doing he was like no way demon would follow me to quarter town <laughs> it's a shiny new quarter town <laughs> that's where i gotta go oh shit he found me oh no damn it so <laughs> um so then uh, Cordelia is the first one to get possessed. Uh, and there's this great sequence where he's telepathically talking to her through the window mm-hmm. or, or and seducing her. And she has a tear coming down her face. And he moves his hand and they you see it brush away. Yeah. And then he caresses her lip and you see just her lip indent and move. And I don't know how they did that. It's just like... It's practical and looks super cool. They like did it with a, with a spirit. That's what it was. They had a, yeah. they, they hired a ghost. They had a ghost wrangler. Yeah. Like you have a monkey wrangler or a horse wrangler. How dare you compare ghosts to monkeys? You're right. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Like when your mom busted and yeah. said, "My nipples are smoking." <laughs> Not me. So Cordelia then brings Wall Wally in, comes in and they start kissing. Uh, while everybody else is downstairs in the basement, they find this mine shaft. Yeah. And of course, immediately, um, Thomas Hayden Church, aka Roach, is like, I'm going through the mine shaft. We're going to go out this way. And everybody agrees with him, even though Breaker's like, Guys, seriously, we're safe in here. I've sealed it from the demons. Yeah. Like, uh, what? If I, if somebody, if this all happened and somebody said, Look, I can prove to you these demons can't cross this line, I'd mm-hmm. be like, Fucking cool. I'm sitting here the whole time. Yeah. Then. This Done. is my spot. Done. Yeah. Cool. I would also, I, I love this in movies where like someone has clearly asserted themselves as like the the person who can save the day. Yeah. And there's always people who are like, I'm gonna try and hack this on my own. <laughs> you know what? You've dealt with this for centuries. Yeah. But I'm willing to bet that I have just as good, if not I, better, of a chance. I could do this better than you can. I would just be like, <laughs> I'm gonna That's the arrogance of humankind. I'm gonna you know? stand right behind you, man. That's the arrogance of man. Yeah. The hubris. Ooh. It's been around since Greek mythology. Indeed. Maybe even maybe even before yeah, that's Greek when mythology. It started. That's when it started. Yeah. That's um. when it started. <laughs> so man, we got deep there with some uh some uh theater history. Uh so Cordelia is then uh oh my god, it's so bad. She starts, I said, she starts morphing into this rad demon mm-hmm. and she looks awesome. And like her head starts bursting apart, right? And yeah. like a tongue, the comes, tongue out. comes out. Yeah. And, uh, and no, no, no. Later on, the kid pierces Breaker's chest with the tongue. That was rad. Yeah. But um, she kills Wally. Wally's face is all mangled. Poor guy. She then rips, twists off Irene's arm and blood spraying everywhere. Who, she like came with the key to try and stop yeah. her. Yeah. And she just ripped her arm off. Did not work well. And then they, sh- then they, uh, oh, then is that the one where, no, 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 no. Dick Miller's one is where they shoot him in the back of the head and then yes. shoot his eyes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, they just sta- uh, shoot her in the eyes and she mm-hmm. dies, right? Okay. Uh, there's too many awesome kills in this to remember all of them. Uh, and then, and then they, the next sound clip is after they've all kind of um, regrouped and, <laughs> and, William Sadler has some some poor timing for the word choice given Irene's newest injury. Mm. Let's play clip number four. At least we're all in one piece. I'm well, sorry about that, Irene. It's okay. Vodka's kicking in. <laughs> 
I love that. Sakai. Sakai. Vodka's kicking in. But she sobers up after that. Yeah. It was just like a Immediately. moment of, just a, a drunken moment. Yeah. I did forget that they go, before that happens, they go in the mine shaft. Uh-huh. Well, they go downstairs. everybody's like, we want to leave. They're like, how'd the cat get in? And they go downstairs, and they're like, oh, there's a hole mm-hmm. here. Oh, there's a mine shaft. Oh, we should leave. Well, and at this point, I can see what they're saying, because they've they've found out that, yes, the demons can't get in, but he can possess the people in here if they... Which, why didn't he just possess everybody? I think it's because he's trying different tactics, you know. But once he possessed the one, do they have to like accept his they have to possession? Accept it. Yeah, and that's right. why that's why Jada Pinkett Smith is the next chosen one because she doesn't accept it. Although they give you like a hint that she may have, they make you think she has accepted yes. it, but then she. But she's the chosen one. She's resisted, but he gets you on, you know, like the de- like any kind of demonic entity, he gets you on your insecurities and right. pulls you in. Right, right. And of course, he attacks the prostitute first. You know, she's of he does. what a jerk. What a jerk. If Pretty Woman taught me anything, it didn't because I've never seen it. Uh, I've never seen Pretty Woman. That was a swerve. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that is crazy. Renee always is like, I can't believe you've never seen Pretty Woman. I'm like, Julia Roberts as a prostitute is the most unrealistic casting on the planet to me. Uh, Well, she's great in it. I hear it's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. It was a breakout. I'm talking about, I I just stole a Jesse McIntosh line. I hear it's great. I hear it's great. I hear good things. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I hear great things. Yeah. Isn't that what you always say? When that means you're never going to watch something. Yeah. I hear it's good. (laughs) I hear hear good things. I hear good things. Uh, So then. we get the whole backstory, the seven stars, there's seven people, so they have to sacrifice seven of them or something, or churn seven of them, I guess. It's mm-hmm. never really said, but there needs to be seven people. So yeah. I don't know if it means they need to kill seven of them or what, but when the blood runs out, they're all screwed. Um, Billy Zane uh, gives Jada Pinkett Smith her fantasy, and that's when we think, uh-oh, maybe this is going to go somewhere, maybe mm-hmm. she's going to turn on them. Um, I love the image of the creatures pushing through yeah. the picture of her. And then when they rip it down and you just see Breaker getting torn apart by demons and he's like, look, I don't have to, you don't have to have it go this way. And he tries to just seduce her in a very funny way, in my opinion. Clip number five. All right, I know what you're thinking. You give up your soul, you turn into a demon, you look like shit. Where's the payoff, right? Good. That's a good point. Hey, yeah, yeah you're building an argument for I mean, sure. Yeah. 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 But so that's you a great like shit. That's a great sound clip of Billy Zane being like a normal grounded dude. Yeah. Yeah. And then when he comes to, in the next sound clip, which we'll get to, mm-hmm. uh, but because before that, Uncle Willie <laughs> goes into a room with the kid and he immediately walks into a room full of topless women and he's like, oh, this is great. And he's, there's no even negotiation if he's going to accept this or not. No. It's like, he gives him a drink and he like kind of hesitates, but then all the topless women around him and he takes one drink and then he takes another. And his demon makeup is awesome. He has like the glowing mouth and his eyes are super green. And it's just it's a really cool job they did on on making him full on demon. Yeah. And he starts attacking them and they chop off his head. But then he headless keeps beating up on Breaker and uh-huh. the kid covers his head with a blank with a the, the rug and then he's still hitting him, so they realize, the eyes, the eyes! And that's when the kid picks up his head and shoves it on the deer antlers, the antlers. Which is one of my favorite moments in the movie, because it's super rad. Yeah. It's just such a, ah, it's such a great use of practical effects. Wait, yes. so question. Yeah. Did, the version that you have, did you see the head go into the antlers? Yeah. So I was watching an, an AMC broadcast version, so I did not get Oh, you they, didn't get that? They cut away from it. They showed the kid. Oh, no, yeah walking over to the antlers and then they cut away and we just saw blood spatter oh no no it shows him nice. go in and then like green goo gushes out of his mouth which and is eyes. wild because they show 
everything else. Yeah. So I don't understand there, why they cut away. Were from there that. boobs on AMC? Uh, when Willie walks in, you would remember there's like twelve topless women. No, uh, they, they have, didn't show that. They have clothes on. They have clothes on. So they shot. I'm it trying in to top. remember. There were not. It was maybe. It was either just. You would the remember because it's like twelve playmates standing around I, Willie. I remember that, but I don't think. I think they had tops on. Okay, they probably because back in the day they would shoot Some, alt scenes. Someone fact check me. They, I think w- they AMC would shoot. Had, they would shoot alt scenes back in the day. I mean, uh, Ace Ventura, I remember watching it on TV, and there were like 10 minutes of extra footage that I'd never seen before, and uh-huh. I've never seen since, because it was a TV version. They had shot less vulgar scenes. Weird. to Because I mean, it still weird, needed but... to hit that two-hour runtime with commercials. Right. So, yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet it was... So there uh, you go. I miss the antlers, and I miss the toplessness. I mean, you got to rewatch it. You can borrow my DVD. I I saw a completely different movie. (laughs) You realize it. Oh, God. This this movie's completely different. I changed my opinion. Um, And then they find out in the attic um, that Wally had a bunch of guns with no ammo, Mm -hmm. and he was going to go postal. And they're like, well, at least he didn't have any ammo, so he wasn't going to go through with it, but that screws us now. And then they find a belt of grenades. (laughs) And Irene's like, well, here we go. We got this now. And then uh, Billy Zane tried. This is one of his zanier moments. Yep. He tries to seduce Irene with her arm. Can we play clip number six? Hello, I'm your waiter, Skip. Our special today is a lovely poached appendage. Market price, of course. For starters, I recommend a finger food. Want your arm back, Irene? I can make it happen. Is that a yes? No. That's me giving you the finger, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so good so she lifts her her stump up? yeah she just yeah. goes that's me giving you the phantom finger yeah yeah she uh she has bounced back remarkably well yeah i mean she's she's barely like an that vodka yeah. is magic yeah she's both sober and walking around with a recently <laughs> torn off arm and just a tourniquet not even like they didn't even like they didn't sew it seal it up like they do in they movies where it. they like burn it shut yeah. which which I've never heard. I've never actually taken time to look up if that is possible. But movies love to do that, where it's like, my arm's been cut off. Burn it. Seal the skin by soldering it together. Basically, it makes sense to me. Feels I don't know like if, it would get wildly infected. I think if that you that's, add third degree burns on top of an open wound. That is a problem that you deal with later. Yeah, but I think they're just like Stopping we got to stop the bleeding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, mm-hmm. well, I'm no medic, nor am I. But I played one on TV. I, this is I played again, a coroner on TV. Did you really? Once. Yeah, one time. So that's. But you're just in pronouncing... a super hilarious scene in Nine Hundred Two One Zero, the reboot. Oh hell yeah! Where basically my character, my character calls them and is like, "Hey, we found your friend's body. He's dead. Come identify him." And they come down, and I'm like, "His body parts were scattered everywhere. His ashes, like his body's torched." And then they're like, "Wait, this isn't him." And I'm like, "Oh." the wallet must have been thrown from the car and we just thought it was him. Like, my character oh, is the world's worst the corner. worst corner. He brings in, like, 12 of their friends and they're like, this isn't Dixon. And I'm like, oh, shit, my bad. Uh. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> I was just like, oh, man, this guy's really terrible at his job. Wait, you didn't, did you bring the parents in? No, 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 because they don't care about that on that show. They just know, brought in all the friends. I know, that's insane to, like, <laughs> call 12 teenagers <laughs> And be like, hey, just identify your dead friend real quick. 
the more I the more I unpack it, the more I'm like, yeah, that that really doesn't make any sense. That's insane. Yeah. You were just posing as a coroner. You're the coroner in nine hundred two and zero that you played yeah. was a was just a guy who had played a coroner on TV, uh, on TV. and was like, and he just he, I can do it. He was like that dude forever ago that was posing as a doctor that yeah. got that got arrested for it. Do yeah. you remember him? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was posing as a coroner and just yeah. really screwing everything up. Damn. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that until this moment. That was fun. That was a fun trip down memory lane. Back to present day. Anyway, you can't uh, burn wounds. <laughs> my, my extensive knowledge mm-hmm. of co- fake coroners tells me you can't burn wounds. Um, so then Roach makes a deal with uh, the collector, gives Billy Zane the key. He's stolen it from William Sadler, gives him the key. And then this, uh, this uh, dialogue happens between them. The world needs more people like you, Mr. Roach. Thank you. You're welcome. Of course, you don't mind if we kill the others, do you? Hey, if it makes you feel good, do it. Makes you feel good, do it. Exactly. That's Roach's philosophy in a nutshell. (laughs) Man, and there's a very clear perception of this part of the country that Billy Zane has. Yeah. If it makes you feel good, do it. Like, he's really hamming up the podunk nature of it. He is, and no one, no as far one, as I can tell, no one speaks like that. In I this mean, town. Roach has a slight southern accent, but sure. it's not like that. Yeah, I, I feel like Roach is the outsider. I think Roach, right. in general, just by how demeaning this demon has been to him, wouldn't I wouldn't trust him just from how he's just mocking me left and right. I don't even sound like that. Yeah, I mean, and on top of like punching through a sheriff's I head. I mean, first thing and... would be his passive aggressive kind of joking. <laughs> right. It's not even it's not even passive, it's aggressive joking. It's kind of aggressive. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I take a you know, demons punching through heads, that's one thing, but making fun of my not that extreme accent, that's taking it a, te- a step well, too far. Well, you know what they say, sticks and stones can break your bones, but words are the most hurtful thing. Yeah. That's that exactly how it hum- goes. a human can wield. Yeah. Yeah. Even more hurtful than a, a fist that can punch through a skull. Sure. Call me something like a po dunk ding dang dingle scoot pooter snatch. How dare you? Yep. Dingle scoot <laughs> pooter snatch, whatever that means. All right. Now that we got there, I don't know what that was. Uh, this is another section. Uh, another. Uh, this is right before Roach gets killed. Uh, this is clip number eight. And uh, apparently, Roach. Um, has a very skewed uh, life view on what it, what is what what is a a, um, a problematic situation. Sure. Yeah. You know this hell on earth business? Big fucking deal. I got hemorrhoids. Viacom deals. <laughs> what? I don't know. You see why it took me a second to try and figure out how to word that clip because yeah. it's like what. <laughs> That's so clearly a joke line, but like, it just sums up Roach's worldview where he's so self centered that his hemorrhoids are a worse thing for him and his life view of what's happening than hell on earth. Yeah. Also, like, for a guy that's been so hell bent on leaving this place for the entire night, for him to like have a pathway out and stop to make a joke, like, bro, just get out of there, man. You did it. And luckily, he's immediately killed. Yes. Where Billy Zane's like, hey, I lied. And then they all tackle him, and then blood just starts spraying out of him. Yeah. I really wish they'd lingered on that a little bit longer and, like, pulled a limb off or, like, his head off or something. But that's just me really wanting to see Roach get his comeuppance. Yeah. They have they had already done both so of those much. things. So yeah. much. So uh-huh. it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You know, they, they pulled back. Yes. They pulled back a little. When I wanted them to go further, they pulled back Restraint. because they wanted to... You know, leave you wanting more. Leave me wanting more. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, 
Right after that, uh, uh, the collector gets the key. He thinks he's going to win. He immediately turns around and gets an arrow in the eyeball, and we think he's dead. We're like, oh, that's it. His mm-hmm. eye's dead. Um, Breaker, then they fight a bunch of demons. They, they, oh, no, the demons all circle them, and Irene pulls out the grenades, and Bobby and her blow up the downstairs, which apparently six to eight grenades only blows up the downstairs and doesn't blow up the attic that they're in. It yeah. feels like that would blow up most of the hotel. Extremely sound structure yeah. on this hotel. I mean, you know, they built it back in the day. Yeah. When they were using shiny, shiny new quarters shiny to, new to pay for it. Sure. So uh, then they're up in the attic. Breaker's been injured. Um, he passes the key off to... We're running out of time. I got to hurry mm-hmm. up. Oh, God. He passes the key off to Jada Pinkett Smith. She then covers herself in the blood from it to fight Billy Zane. And then he tackles her with a shower curtain and washes her off. But then before that, she drinks some of it. And holds it in her mouth the entire time. We also learn that they hate spit, which, uh, pff, yeah, yeah, apparently, I guess. They're, I guess they're they're like spitting on him from the balcony. Oh yeah, and they're like, oh, they hate that. Oh yeah, they hate that. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. But especially spit mixed with the blood of Christ. Yes. So then there's this fun, like, weird dance sequence where it switches to like this ballroom dance style there, like some kind of like choreographed mm-hmm. dance with Billy Zane and her, and she spits it in his face, and his it's incredible. His face starts melting and then morphing and splitting open. And then it reveals uh, a giant winged demon, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm making sure I don't mesh this with life force because it seems similar <laughs> the ending here. Uh, and then the demon explodes, and it's so rad. But before that, I forgot. Uh, they, Billy Zane does justify why the arrow to the eye didn't kill him. Clip number nine. Oh, nine. Sorry. All good, right here. Guess Breaker didn't have time to tell you everything, huh? That eyeball shit only works on low-level demons. I know. Who makes up all these rules? Um, see Daisy. It's so good. I love it. It's so good because you can just justify who makes up all these rules. Yeah, who cares? Know. I don't know who gives why. a shit? Um, and then, then after that, uh, she gets on a bus. She seals it. And the next person the bus goes to pick up looks he senses something and goes i'll get the next one and it's mm. such a gr- i was like i want to see a sequel to this yeah i would watch demon night 2 immediately yeah make demon night 2 guys with jada pinkett smith she's still a badass sure she's even more badass now let's make it yeah i'm in we're, we're gonna make this happen i don't know Who, what i can do but I, I don't know what i, I have can a shiny new quarter for you guys Perfect. can we play clip number 10 this is the last thing this is when the, we cut back to the crypt keeper he's at his premiere and he shows up and his producers have a guillotine ready for him hmm. well what do you know i asked for final cut and i got it <laughs> and we're done now I would agree. Yeah. This movie this movie was pure entertainment. It was a perfect Halloween movie. It was a lot of fun. So much fun. Thank you all for suggesting this. Yes. Keep the suggestions coming. Next week, we have my friend Chelsea Stardust on. She's going to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake with Jessica Biel with us. She also has a movie called Satanic Panic that came out today on Blu-ray and on VHS. There's a limited edition, 50 copies only VHS. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. It's it's totally up your alley if, you like, if you're fans of this show. It's campy, ridiculous, and fun. Until next time, where can they find you, Jesse? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse and for Sketch at The Problem Losers. My outro was so long, the outro music repeated. <laughs> hey, you can find me at The Ben Begley, and you can find us at Guilty Movie Guys. Until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.